Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have Ashley St. Clair, author of Elephants Are Not Birds and Director of Operations at Arsenal Media Group. Ms. St. Clair, thank you for being on the show. How are you? Good, how are you, Dr. Ritchie? I'm doing quite well. We're going to chop it up about a few items. Hopefully, we get to all of them. Let's start with the anti-vax, anti-mask movement in the United States of America. I don't want to presume what you believe about these items. So I will simply ask you to give me your context and your background as it relates to the anti-vax and anti-mask movement. I think my take would be really simple. I don't think that the government should be mandating vaccines or masks anywhere. And I'll leave it at that, especially what we're seeing in New York City to go into restaurants or things like that to have to have a vaccine passport. Especially me, I'm seven months pregnant. I don't want to have to be forced to get something that I'm uncomfortable with, especially that I don't know the long-term effects on me and my baby right now. So I think that it's just something that it has gone too far with the government mandates, and it's as simple as that. Okay, so let me say this. First of all, the government is not mandating that you receive a vaccination. A private company that says we would like to see a vaccine passport, well, that is a private company. Uh, typically, you all do believe in private enterprise or the consumer driving that market for that private company. Uh, private companies are able to enforce things like no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Do you agree with companies having the right to enforce those particular rules as it relates to their consumers on their private property? Of course. Are you familiar with what was passed in New York City? No, go ahead, ma'am. You can go ahead and. Enlightened. Okay, so so businesses are forced to. I mean, you have to have a vaccine to do recreational activity. So that's gone beyond private enterprise. This isn't, you know, the movie theater decided, hey, we would prefer that our patrons have a vaccine if they come in. This was Mayor De Blasio saying, you need to have a vaccine if you want to enjoy these things. Okay, let me bring your attention to something I find quite interesting. When you say that there should not be a mask mandate. Typically, we're talking about children. If you look at social media, the biggest debates and the most chaotic scenes are at school boards now. Who would have thought that school board meetings would have been so damn exciting, okay? So the <laughs> fundamental question is, the first question is, do school boards even have the legal authority to mandate mask? What are your thoughts about that? Do you believe school boards have the legal authority to do so? I think they can, but I don't think they should at all. Okay. Um, I think those are two different questions, and I can't believe you can't see how school boards could get out of hand if you've ever been to a PTA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I'm a former high school <laughs> teacher. Um, I've been to a number of school boards. I've never seen school boards get this out of hand, though. Yeah, you know, and I don't think kids are not at risk. I really don't see the need for mandating masks on children. I okay. just don't. So let's talk about. Um, what kids are already mandated to do, right? So I agree with you that mask mandates are permissible for a school board to implement. Okay, we agree on that. You have more of a moral or ethical argument saying, but it's not pragmatic. It shouldn't be done, even though legally it can be. Well, not even just pragmatic. It's it's wrong. You know, I could curse you out on here and 
you know, do whatever, but it would be wrong, correct? And I feel the same way about mask mandates on children. You, you just because you can't do something doesn't mean that you should or that it's morally okay. right. Well, wrong means morally reprehensible. So yes. you think having a mask mandate is in fact morally reprehensible? I mean, if you want to equate my position to morally reprehensible because I think it's wrong, mm-hmm. um, sure, <laughs> you can go ahead and say that. I do think it's reprehensible to um, affect children in that way. The okay. impacts it has on their their learning, on their societal, mm-hmm. um, on their the way they're able to build relationships. Um, I, I don't think we really know the full term effects of that yet. All right, so. Let me do this first because we already have multiple mandates for children inside of school systems. Children do not have free reign to dress as they choose. They do not have free well, reign. Well, let me be utilize. really clear too. Let me be really clear. I don't like the public school system in general. I think they go too far. I think they mandate too much, too many things in general. Okay, so, I'm gonna I ask mean, you about you some of those mandates. Go ahead. Okay, children do not have the right to wear whatever they choose to wear. They cannot utilize whatever language they choose to utilize. Uh, without uh, penalty uh, because of the environment of the school system. And also, currently, there are already mandates for vaccines for um, all of public education in the United States of America. And 92% of private institutions mandate a level of vaccination. So these are the common ones uh, that are already mandated for measles, mumps, uh, chicken pox, Correct. polio. If you've done any uh, research ma- madam, on me. If you would, madam, I have not interrupted you. I'm going to ask sure. that you don't interrupt me. Okay. Totally. My Thank apologies. You. Go ahead. Absolutely. So these are already mandated polio, etc., and they've been mandated for decades inside of school systems throughout the United States of America. Do you have a fundamental issue with these vaccinations being already mandated, or do you just have an issue with a non-chemical being mandated, known as the mask? And you're okay with these chemical mandates that are already implemented in the school system? No, I'm not okay with the other mandates either. If you've done any research on me, you know that I have tweeted, I can't count how many times homeschool Mm -hmm. your kids um, for reasons just like this. And if you wanna go back to what you said about, hey, you know, you can't say whatever you want in school. Yeah, usually because kids can be mean, so they have anti-bullying things, uh, things that cause harm, whereas- Well, you can't use profanity either. Yeah. Yeah, because those things cause harm, whereas not wearing a mask for kids does not really cause harm, especially if you look at the data on on kids being harmed by COVID. I don't know if you saw the latest report that came out yesterday by the CDC um, that said that the uh, increase in COVID-19 among children has increased to a staggering rate. Experts are saying it is going to get worse. Uh, Look at Alabama, for example. In one week, Alabama had to hospitalize over 50 children, one week. We went months without hospitalizing any children before the variant came. Once the variant came, it impacted children in a way that the first rendering of COVID did not, (coughs) excuse me. (coughs) So you can't say that the science is on your side with this, also mask, bring down the spread of COVID-19 from 40 to 60%. And if they are worn properly, it brings it down by 90%. 
Once again, that's a safety issue inside of the school system. So you can't argue that children are now not being impacted by this, what I call DeSantis variant. They are being impacted by it in ways that they were not impacted by the original COVID. So tell me how do you reconcile the numbers here? Because the science is saying that this variant is much more severe for children than the original COVID-19. What is the death rate for children? Could you inform me on that? So only if children die, should this be an issue? Because it's not dangerous. Children are not dying from this, they're getting sick. Yes, just Hmm. like they do with the flu. There's lots of kids who are hospitalized with the flu. There's nothing wrong with that. I think the impacts of children having to wear masks are much more dangerous than kids getting sick. And how many of these cases of children being hospitalized? First of all, anybody who goes to the hospital is considered hospitalized. They don't, you're very rarely are you turned away from the hospital. So, how many of these are. You're incorrect. No, 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 no. That's not how the data, no, that is not how the CDC codified the data. So what is the, the hospitalization? What What is defined as a hospitalization? I'm glad you asked the question. I will explain it to you clearly. When you're hospitalized, that means that you have been admitted by the medical staff to be observed. Okay, going to Correct. a hospital. I've been, I've been admitted. A, I've been admitted madam, for a UTI madam, before. Madam, you asked me a question, madam. I'm trying to give you clarity and answer it. Being hospitalized does not mean you went to the hospital. Being hospitalized does not mean you went to the ER or even saw a doctor. The way the data is codified, being hospitalized means that you were admitted by medical staff for further treatment and observation. That's what that means. So let's talk about the severity of COVID-19. The severity of COVID-19 for this is this with children. So while they're not dying at the rate of adults, those with underlying issues especially, are at risk of death and those who do not have underlying issues are suffering from respiratory issues for the rest of their life. More than likely, they would never be able to fully recover their respiratory issue based on their COVID interaction. The issue is this, inside of a school system, will wearing a mask decrease the transmission of COVID? That's a simple question. I don't believe that there, I believe that the impacts of masks are worse. That's a different argument and I will get to that argument in a moment in all due respect. My only question for this part of the argument. I don't know that it's effective because what I've read is that the only mask that's effective is N95. Should we mandate N95s for all these kids? Because half the kids I see are wearing cloth ones that they got at TJ Maxx. Okay, so your rebuttal is that it is not effective. Now, I do find this quite interesting because the place where you get your data as far as the death rate of children is concerned is the same place where I get my data as it relates to the effectiveness of wearing masks. So you accept one data set from that same organization, the CDC, but you reject the data set that says you decrease the spread of COVID when you do wear a covering on your face. No, I just said the one I just said the one that was effective is an N95. Most of these kids are not wearing N95s, they're wearing cloth ones from Target or TJ Maxx. Okay, so you would be okay with the school system mandating that? No, no, I don't think they should mandate it. Even if it is effective in slowing the spread of COVID-19. Even if it's it's effective? Even if it it would be effective in slowing the spread of the flu. I don't think kids should be masked for that reason. This is not the argument here. I don't think they should wear them. Even if it's effective, I don't think they should be wearing them. Do you think we are in uncharted territory with COVID? 
to an extent. Um, and I think Explain. that I think it relies that that question. The answer um, is dependent on where you think COVID came from. And where do you think it came from? I genuinely believe that this was something that came from China, from Wuhan. Okay, and tell me why does that matter? Because if there is, you know, a foreign nation testing with biological weapons, it is something that we need to take more seriously. And I think that's why we did take it more seriously in the mm, beginning. So we right? need to take it more seriously, right? No, that's not what I said. You didn't say we need to take it more no, seriously. No, I said I, we took it more seriously in the beginning because we didn't know, and that's why China had locked mm. down. And I think that scared us as well because of how um, insane China was, was about it. But then once more, this data came out, and we found out that hey, it's actually not as deadly um, as we once thought. We should ease restrictions. We should ease things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, at, at first, so many people were scared, and I think rightfully so because we didn't we didn't know. Um, but now that we have more data, we realize that this thing is is not as deadly as we thought. It shouldn't be the madness that's going on now. It shouldn't be the lockdowns, it shouldn't be the mandates. Let me ask you this, are you a local government person? Do you believe that local government should have the right to make these decisions based on that community and what they're getting in their data based on science? No, not always. No, so you're not a local government person? I like local government, but I don't, I. I believe local and federal government have their restrictions and they can, mm-hmm, you know, do. power does corrupt. People tend to get high on power. More yeah, so mask is within mask is within government mask or a mask mandate by a school board is within the government authority. You you already agreed to that. That's not drunk and, with power. That's and I've already said authority. that I don't two things. I don't think that they should. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you should have your kids in public school. What about those that don't have a choice, madam? That is very unfortunate. That's really it's unfortunate. unfortunate. And I think, Wait a yes, minute. I think, if and they I don't, think they should fight back. If they don't have a choice. People, I think that's really unfortunate. And I think people need to get involved <laughs> and they need to run for their school boards. <laughs> madam, the school boards, madam, you just told people to get involved. You're all over the place. You told people to get involved and run for their school board. School board, they oversee what? What do they oversee? The school, you're talking about people who don't have a choice but to put their kids in school. Ma'am, the school board, you're telling people to run for school board. What does the school board oversee? The school. The school board oversees public education. Correct. So why are you telling people to take all of their children out of public education, but to run for a board that literally only oversees public education? That's definitely unfair. I'm talking about the people who you said don't have a choice but to put their kids in school. If you have so, a choice to take your kids out, take them out. So the solution for and you, and if you is, don't, make sure that you're more involved. Then you know, if you can't keep your kids out of public school, be more involved. Your solution I think is you're, you're absolutely misrepresenting my ideas. No, I'm confused by it. I'm trying to get clarity though. I'm not misrepresenting anything. I think that's pretty clear. I think that I think that's pretty clear. Okay. Um, Let me go to a point that I wanted to discuss with you, the flu versus COVID. I hear this comparison being made a lot, that this is no more dangerous than the common flu. So let me give you just one statistic about the peak season for one week of the flu. We're talking about death rate is 700 plus. The peak season for death with COVID is 15 to 20,000 in one week. The death rate is not comparable. As far as the infection rate, 
the infection rate of the flu in the United States of America is 0.1%. The infection rate for COVID-19 is one to 3% depending on that region. So when you talk about the carnage that it creates and the severity of the symptoms as well as the number of dead bodies, it's not comparable whatsoever. Then you start looking at the adverse impact that COVID has had on people's lives beyond the illness. Once again, not comparable to the flu at all. My only gesture to you and others is this. We don't fully know this virus yet. We're still dealing with a variant. The variant just got here. We may be dealing with another variant based on the experts, which means once again, another mutation. The question is really simple. Because we don't have a handle of this like people say, we don't. Why would we not listen to local school boards and simply allow them to make the decision based on the local science of what's happening to their own children? Why would we not listen to them as it relates to the safety and protection of their kids? Are we no longer believing in school teachers? We're not believing in the local elected representatives. Remember, you're telling people to run for school board, but the people that are on the school board who already ran for school board, who have to make decisions about that public school system, you all are adversarial to them. So, so what is the question exactly? Uh, do you not think we should be cautious that we should allow local boards to make this decision based on the science and data available to them? Sure, they can make that that decision and the parents have the right to fight it and disagree with it. And I think just like many other parents out there that it's it's wrong. And I think it's unfair for you to conflate some of these COVID deaths when you're you're not talking about what percentage of them have comorbidities and different things like that. It's a lot more dangerous to uh, to be obese and be around COVID than to be a kid not wearing a mask. You know, people make that argument a lot. And let me give you a humanist argument. You may have an underlying health condition right now. Most people who are overweight do not listen, have underlying health conditions. Listen to me, please. You may, I may, we're still human beings. If COVID more so adversely affects- Because if you if you wanted may, to save lives- Madam, you would I'm tell going to allow way. you to finish and then I will respond. Go ahead, you finish? If you wanted to save lives, if you wanted mm -hmm. people to be safe, you would tell them to care about their health, to eat mm -hmm. right, to lose weight, because you have such a higher risk of dying from COVID if, if you're overweight. I do, I tell um, people to be healthy, I do. All right, you ready for my response? Lose weight? <laughs> yeah, I tell people we should be healthy. Are you we ready going for my response? Sugar at all, because that's what I was pitched on coming on here. Say, say what now? Are we going to talk about gender at all? Because that's what I was pitched on coming on here. Madam, I'm looking at the production notes. It says anti-vax, anti-mask, and LGBTQ. Great, so we didn't hit on that last one at it, all, right? Wait a minute, is that what you have in your production notes or not? Yes, yes. Okay, so you weren't pitched just to come on my show to talk about gender, correct? Yes. Am I right or wrong? Yes, but we haven't touched on that at all, and I'm getting okay five because minutes. we got into the minutia of this mess about what you feel or believe children should be, as far as mask mandates are concerned. That's how debates go. But let's go ahead and get into gender. Whatever you want to say about gender, say it. I just don't want you misrepresenting what we provided for you in the production notes because we yeah, clearly so, said to you. So I mean, were mask, we going to hit on that? Vaccines. You had a and yeah. LGBTQ, sometimes we don't get to all the subjects, but go, go ahead. 
So are we gonna hit, did you have anything prepared on that topic or? Yeah, absolutely, go ahead. Go ahead, I'll, I'll wait for you, you've asked me on, on each Do you one. believe that the LGBTQ community should have the same rights as anybody else? Yes. Okay. Yes, was that, was that what was prepared? Was that the lean in? Ma'am, do you have anything to say or not? Yes, What's your point of view? I just, because I feel like you didn't actually have anything prepared and you just wanted to go on this tangent oh, about- well, first of all, First of all, you're a damn lie about my preparation, madam. I prepare very well for every topic that we will potentially cover. Sometimes we don't get to all the topics. Sounds like to me you're not prepared. I'm giving you free reign to say whatever you want to say and debate me on that topic. Go. <laughs> I, that's fine. If you didn't prepare, we can keep talking about What the, the hell are you talking about didn't prepare? I'm telling you, say whatever you want to say about the LGBTQ community and I will debate you right here on my show. I was Go. I came here. I came here to see what you wanted to talk about in relation to that topic. Did I not? It's right here. It's the topic that's in front of you. What are your thoughts about the rights of the LGBTQ community? I what believe they should have just as much yes, access and I do too. as anybody I do else. Too. I do too. If that's your question, then there's no debate there. Then that's great, ma'am. I'm sure there's something you disagree with me on. I don't know you that well. Yeah. Tell me something. Listen, sounds like this is what you want to debate. I'm giving you the opportunity to bring it to the forefront. Go. Your question is if I think, man, we got two in the LGBT. Correct. Your question is if you think if I think people in the LGBT community should have rights. The answer is yes. Should have all of the rights as anyone else. Yes. Okay. There's no debate there with me. Then there's you got no something debate. you want to debate me about. No, I was just curious because you guys had told me we were gonna debate about that. Ma'am, what's your debate about it? I guess there is none, I guess there is none. That's my apologies, I must have been confused because that's what I was told. Okay, you're being a silly Billy, but I do appreciate you being on the show, okay? Thank, Thank you, you ma'am, have a good day.